0: Welcome to the Science of Abundance Daily Alchemy podcast. I'm your host Sean Clayton and my story's pretty interesting. Uh went through a ton of trauma, former incarceration, suicide attempts, sexual abuse in my life. And one of the things that's happened in my life is I've actually used hermetic principles, alchemy, all these really cool tools that we hear and we talk about the Illuminati, whatever you want to call it. And develop practices in order to change and affect my lives differently. So within this podcast I will be giving tidbits and bites for individuals to be able to bite into on a daily basis that will allow you to take baby steps to change your life but at some point you'll find the door that starts to change the effect of how you show up on a daily basis. Enjoy this, give feedback, come to my Instagram, comment, whatever it might be always open because we wouldn't be here without each other. Please enjoy, and thank you, and I love you. So I know that it's been a little bit, but I've been pulling together a few different perspectives as it pertains to numerology, how we look at each individual number, and within these next nine episodes that we're going to go through, and these will go significantly faster than what we've done before, is there's a deeper understanding around the code that we see when we open our eyes and the way that it lays out into the communication that it gives back to us and what we witness. So what I mean by that is that every word, every letter, everything has a code tied to it. Now, If you look at the alphabet, it goes in a sequential order, right? If you look around your house, there's a certain number of things that you have in any given spot. I was in a show the other day, or at a show, not in a show, and you could see the figurations or the configurations of the different groups of individuals moving and how many people there were. Either there's one, two, three, four, five, six. That all means a very specific thing. And even the shapes that we see all have different point to them or they have no points in their circle, which indicates an aspect of unity. So, with that understanding, somewhat, because I know you've only explained it in about the first 90 seconds of this, what we have to see is that the way that the numbers work in our lives is they have a dimensional alignment, and there's a lot of charts out there that kind of talk about this, they have a significance within that dimensional alignment that gives you a very sp- specific perspective of where you are and what you're witnessing. Now, the most unique thing about that it is it is your witnessing, right? It is only yours. And you and I could be in the same room looking at the same things and have a completely different message for each of us based on what it is that we are witnessing because of how we see it. There are people that are colorblind that won't see the same colors as another person. There are individuals that will look across the situation or across a room and or they'll be in like a a conference, let's say for instance, and they'll meet 500 people. And of those 500 people, there might be 2,000, they might only meet 500, but person one and person two will meet two totally different sets of individuals. And you have to think, that if they both came there with the same intention, on the same plane, having the same experience, why wouldn't they meet all the same people? Because they're not having the same experience, because they're not the same person. You know, it's, I was reading a, I think I was watching a show the other day, <clears throat> and it talked about the process of reading a book. And in that book, you can, the book never changes, but the person does change. So the book will always change based on the perspective of the person, right? So with that said, as we go a little deeper into the process of numerology, what I'll do is I'll baseline immediately where we're going to talk about dimensions and how these things work, what the numbers actually meet. There's only nine essential numbers, and there's a zero that starts it all out, and we'll talk about the zero before we go into the one you can go infinitely wide and have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and then have 11 and 21 and 33, and you keep going through that. And all those numbers, when you add the two up, go back to one of the primary numbers. So 3 plus 3 is 6. 0 plus 1 is 1. 1 plus 0 is 1. 1 plus 1 is 2. So 22 gets it back at 4. And the cool thing about this is that there are only a few numbers that get you back to the process of unity, which is a number one, right? And they always end at the beginning and the end of a series. Think about that as life, right? There are no numbers when added up that get you back to zero. So what does that mean about zero? That means that there's an aspect of zero that's around this birthing of all things into life. And if you read any ancient text, or even Carl Jung has a book out around the seven sermons of, of the dead, or seven sermons to the dead. In those seven sermons, he talks about the one birth the zero. Sorry, he talks about the zero births the one. And the zero is the feminine, the one is the masculine. And when you look at things like
1: a binary code, or
0: you look at even like matrix code or anything like that, you see these ones and zeros that are always repeating themselves, and it just shows that there is masculine and feminine interaction that is very intentful into the creation of humanity. This goes back into the hermetic laws around the law of gender, law of generation, and how these two come together. And when you dig a little bit deeper into each individual dimension, and I'll walk through these quickly, the first dimension is unity. Self, it's the I am. So when you hear individuals talk about the I am, that I am can be very small, that I am can be very wide, but it's a very specific knowing of self. Now, it doesn't have a lot of other dimensionality to it. It's what we would consider is this very still space that we get into. And when you start seeing a lot of ones in your life, that's what that means. And we'll go a little bit deeper into that inside of this conversation. They call it the Holy One. They call it the Circle. They call it the Unity. Um, even when you look at multiplication, something times one always ends up back at itself, right? If you take nine ones and you multiply them times nine ones, so it's gonna be like a one hundred eleven million one hundred eleven thousand one hundred eleven, you know, or one hundred eleven times that same number again ends up in a very specific space of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Yeah, that sounds kind of crazy. But if you multiply them together, you take 91s, put in your calculator, times 91s, put in your calculator, you end up with that number. <clears throat> that shows the beginning and the end from the unity that all exist. And there's something about the number nine we'll get into later that'll kind of blow your mind about how these nine ones work together, the nine aspects of unity that come together across those different dimensions when they're multiplied across each other. So that's one. The second dimension gets into, or the number two, second dimension, all right, gets into areas around reflecting, asking the question of who am I? You can go back into the Bible when God created heaven and earth and spoke things into existence. There was a questioning. There was a questioning of like, okay, well, if I am, then who am I? I have to have some kind of reflection of that. There's the aspect of polarity and balance that ties into that. And so we'll go deeper into that into the next episode. Three is how these things work over time. And so three is generally the time dimension. We live in the third dimension. We live in this dimension where we are reflecting some aspect of the experience of the questioning of what we are over time. And so when you start seeing three show up in your life, there's something that is very defined by an aspect of time that you're existing within. There is an opportunity for you to go deeper within the understanding around the Trinity um, and who you are in this. So now your experience starts to come out from the duality of how that needs to translate over time. Four, is an aspect of what I call balance. And when we're out of balance, and this is where space lives, so this is now we have time, and then in order to actually experience time in a physical form, there's space that you have to get into. Space requires balance, right? Which is why you don't live in circular houses or anything along those lines. You live in a place that is very spatially driven. It has generally four corners, it has walls, there's something about it. Okay, from the architecture and the geometry that creates a container for you to live in. And in that space that we perceive, there is a lot of depth as it relates to what I would say when things are out of balance, you start to experience the different aspects of polarity between time and space. The questioning of it is nothing wrong with it. You can have a thought, you can question anything, and it lives on this uh, linear, timeline is what I call it a linear line is there's like there's duality now there's polarity it's like okay well now when I experience that and I have to experience all versions of that and then you give me infinite aspects of time because I can't do it all at once based on the way that our human mind works right our human mind has not developed the capacity it doesn't say that it won't but hasn't developed the capacity to be able to just like see everything all at once And then you have to say, okay, well, I have to experience in space, so I have to have some kind of visceral experience of what that looks like, and then I have to catalog that somewhere so that I hopefully don't do it again within my soul, which is why it's so important for us to go through the process of learning, but not always learning about the trauma, sometimes learning about the pleasure, learning about other aspects of things, but the learning gives us space to actually witness what polarity looks like and duality looks like. So you kind of see, like, well, I know who I am, but then... I really don't because I question it, right? Because I got this thing around separation and me with across another, and that's your second dimension. So you go from the I am to the who am I to when well, I got to go through time to go through this, because my mind doesn't even work conceptually to be able to <laughs> grasp this kind of knowledge all at one time. And then I have to get some space to experience within. So I have to have, you know, all of the beautiful things happen, the blissful experiences i have to have the hellacious experiences i have to like in my case end up in federal prison try to take my life be married a couple times go through that hell you know (laughs) do all this crazy stuff that ends up kind of like pulling me all over the place so i can have all these infinite experiences and it's like wow you've done a lot in your life and you're only this age you're 44 years old but it you you kind of edge through that really rapidly to the point to where you go back to say, okay, well, now I know who I am. And that's that self-love aspect of things. And that moves you into, once you can overcome all of those fourth dimensional, what I call the demons really live there because that's where shadows start to exist in the fourth dimension or in the number four. It doesn't mean that number four is bad by any means. It just means that that's a really process to overcome. The fourth dimension is a bridge to the fifth dimension. So it's the space between time and constant love so your fifth dimensional aspect of self is seeing things and the number five is where you're seeing things all as love you're increasing the vibration of everything in your life you're moving into everlasting reverence and gratitude and that's a beautiful number to live in now the thing is that nobody on this earth can constantly live in that state you are going to have challenges And it's our quest in life as we start to live in that fifth dimension to go from the fifth and go back to the third and help move individuals into the fifth and help them overcome, which is the fourth dimension, all of these shadows living out of balance so that they can actually step into their higher ascended self. Once you live in that fifth dimension for the most part and you're having the experience of now knowing how to translate back and forth between five and three then what ends up happening so if you start seeing threes and fives in your lives all the time like that's the thing then what will happen is you'll move into the sixth dimension now the sixth dimension is you being able to pull down the plan that the all god source always has for you you are involved in it it is your space it is not all space it is your space Of the divine roller coaster of the plan that's intended for you. So if you start seeing sixes all the time, that's what that means. That means that you're starting to witness this six-dimensional aspect of things in your life. Go to seven now. So seven is the bridge between the I and the we. So seven is now I am taking a step to bridge from I to we, and you are moving from being a disciple to being a teacher to being somebody that actually helps individuals walk through those doors because you understand all of the seven laws and the value of the number seven and how they actually work in concert to be able to educate and influence not only yourself, but in the stillness of yourself, the actual world around you. And that's when you start to then witness the eights in your life. And eights are around infinite expansion. Eights are around seeing the we in all things. So as you start to go through this Rapid ascension process within yourself, you'll start to see the eights. And that's like this awesome process of seeing infinite expansion and abundance. So then you move into nine, and nine is really about completion. Nine is about completing the week. So once you actually go from one all the way to nine, and you start to see like nine, 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 nine nine popping up, it could be an aspect of there is something that you are involved with with a lot of other people that is coming into a completion. It could also be if you're seeing it all the time and you're walking in like this deep spiritual path, it'd be very challenging for any of us to get there, but you are starting to complete this very deep cycle within yourself and you're starting to see everything all encompassed all the time. Like you're seeing like the full completion of like the universe and things along those lines. Um that really isn't for any of us here until we all ascend as one. But it's here for us at some point, so we'll we'll figure that one out i I have a hunch that it can happen very rapidly, but it is a deep, deep state of surrender and receivership that we must and will get into. But what you'll find is in a lot of sacred geometry and ancient texts, and even if you start to like really count things of how they're positioned, you'll start seeing nines like everywhere because there was something that a lot of these deep, what I guess you call masters or individuals that were into the occultism and teaching this knew about these nines. And even if you go into the alphabet and then you find letters that add up to nine, there's something within the sequence of those letters of how they're actually placed that are very important to pay attention to. So always know like where your nines live, what they look like. Because there is an aspect of of holistic completion within the we space that is for the benefit of the all. So that's a good 16 minutes on numbers right there. <laughs> but what I'll do is I'll go deeper into the number one really quickly. So when you start seeing the one show up in your life, and you're seeing this number over and over again, there's a couple of things that you would want to consider. Or that we should consider. First is that the one is a masculine number. It's not a man's number, it's a masculine energy number. So when you're starting to see that, that means that there's a process of integration. And I have a deal on my Instagram about what embodied masculine means. When you're seeing it show up over and over again, there is something very specific about that embodied masculine aspect of yourself, about being an in integrity, integration, around the strength that you carry, around the compassion that you walk with, around being wise and also listening at the same point. This is really going to be critical as we start to work within understanding ourselves. Stillness is very important as well. So I'll make sure that I link that post into this description so that You can go deeper into it and understand what those aspects of the embodied masculine mean. Embodied feminine is if you start seeing a lot of zeros show up, that's what that is. It's about receivership and surrender and intuition. And we'll do a, at the end of this, we'll do one on zeros to where we go into that a little bit more, what those mean. So if you start seeing like one and one show up, now you actually have the witnessing of self. And you also are having it show up twice, which means that there is an opportunity for you to move into duality, right? And you would add that one and one up and you would end up back at two, which now starts to talk about the duality aspect of things. But what it means is that there's a process that you have to go within in order to figure that out around the duality. So you want to find the duality within, not the duality outside. If you start seeing three show up, now it's looking at the individuation of self, the holy self of which you are, but how you experience that through time. So now the thing would not get trapped up around worldly aspects of time, not get trapped up about losing yourself and the reflection of the things outside of you. And so that's where that number one starts to then work itself through this opportunity to really sink in around seeing the three ones show up. And there's a message for you in each one of those and you have to kind of go deeper into understanding it because then when you add the one and one and one up, you get back to three, which is a time bound understanding of self. And traditionally when this would actually happen to individuals, there's a lot of what you would call the the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit that shows up. There's a lot if you even look at how the Illuminati symbol works around like hermetic principles and whatnot. There is your thoughts the correspondence and vibration and energy, which kind of goes right back into the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit as well. And being able to get within yourself to be able to find the meaning of what takes place for that. And you have to find the stillness and the wholeness within yourself when you see it. And it really is a remembrance of, it's a start of a journey. It's also the completion and the wholeness of your specific journey. It has. Feelings in it, but the feelings are a little bit later, later stage because they come through like your threes, your fours, and your fives. And, but it's what I would say when you start seeing it, it's the process of going within, it's the process of being still, it's the process of meditation, it's a very calm, serene space that you would go into. It's where I would say that, like a Vipassana retreat where you go silent and you just get into the nothing, you get into the void. Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this a little bit. These are your ones. This is how that show up, shows up for you. And there is a lot of simplicity in it. It doesn't become complicated. It's not about you questioning your life. It's about you just knowing. And that knowing, that wholeness, that worthiness sits within that space. So when you're seeing that, it's a there's no good or bad. It's a really beautiful sign. Uh, it's also a sign that the, the, the universe or yourself, or your higher self is screaming at you to say, Hey, get outside of the world. So sometimes you'll see things show up like a two, one, one, right. Or a two, one, one, two, or you're starting to see these numbers like pop up left and right. So the two is like, Hey, you've been seeing the world. That's the first thing you're seeing right now. The two is I like, am seeing the world. In an aspect of duality and polarity, the one means that I need to actually go within. The one, again, means I need to really go within. And the two means make sure you stay within that container because the outside world is going to look to trap you within this aspect of duality. So you can see, like, if you start seeing stuff like that pop up, it's like, oh, okay, well, this is a message for me. What do I need to actually do at this point? Because there are no accidents. Like, the words that are showing up literally in front of me on my computer screen right now, or in the books that I have open, or the this bare brick thing that I've got in the corner, or a random little pamphlet that I have, they all are very specifically there to give me a message. So, just as you're going through this journey, it it could be enough to, you think you would drive you mad, but it really doesn't once you zoom out on it enough, and don't get lost in it, because then you start to not do anything else in your life, but just pay attention to it, and You'll see these angel numbers pop up. You'll be able to start getting signs and symbols and recognition on what the correspondence of that means and how you can translate it to the rest of your life. And there's just some awesome deep-seated knowledge in it that when you see it, it just changes everything in your life because you know exactly how to walk that tightrope of your life. So I'll end it here. And on the next episode, which is be around number twos. And like I said, these will go pretty quickly because I feel like I gave a pretty decent baseline on this. If you have questions about this episode, please shoot me a DM. I'm putting actually up a series on IG that'll talk a little bit about this as well. And at which point it'll allow us to really have an interesting conversation about how we're starting to see this in consensus so that we can walk through life no longer blind to the messages and the information that we're giving ourselves. I thank you guys for hanging in there with me. Once again, I want to apologize about it being a little bit of distance between the last time that I put one of these up. And I'm so excited about keeping this rhythm going with you. And I love you all very much. Thank you.